When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. And they spring on to attack here. They can into the penalty area. Charge for Lucas. Quick as you like. Desmond gives them hope. Barry sends it back into the penalty area. A chance now to the crossbar. Well, capping off what uh, already has been an exciting week for football in Auckland, the Wellington Phoenix played a thrilling double header where the men's uh, knocked over Melbourne City 1-0, followed up by the women's side beating the Perth Glory 2-1. Both sides are currently in the top four, which is great news. uh, The men are second on points uh, difference or goal difference between behind the Western Sydney Wanderers. And the women are third uh, behind Melbourne City and Perth heading into the international break where several players depart for the football ferns duty and they're playing in Bogota, a double header very shortly. Uh, But it's my pleasure to welcome back to the show former all-white Noel Barclay, uh, who joins us. Noel, good morning to you and uh, what a great start for both... uh, both teams in the franchise. Yeah, good morning, Smithy. And uh, up early this morning watching Man United win um, against Everton. Stop them. They start today. Look, it was a great weekend for Wellington football all round, of course, because Wellington of uh, Olympic, of course, beat Auckland City finally um, and won the National League Championship yesterday. But um, yeah, Saturday, Saturday was great. I mean, um, Two, two great wins, um, you know, opposition, although Melbourne City, you know, are sort of, you know, one of the top teams they are struggling this year, and um, that's a big win, especially without um, Oscar Zavada up front, and who was going to score, and of course, young Crayon scored. Great, great game, great atmosphere, and just lacking a few people. It was interesting, actually, without uh, Zavada. So, uh, and the the performance. Uh, tell us a wee bit about the performance of this uh, young goalkeeper, Alex Porson, now who's making a habit of saving penalties. Uh, well, he's an absolute star, really. In in the first few weeks of the season, I mean, he was a frustrated um, player last year, obviously playing second fiddle to Ollie Sale, and uh, Ollie moving on really gave him his chance and. Uh, you know, he's not tall. We were saying he's sort of 183. He looks a bit smaller than that. Um, but it's not affecting him. And to see the, the penalties that he has done and his general play, very confident with his feet, both feet. Um, looked a bit shaky and a bit nervy at times, but he wasn't. I think just everybody in, in the stadium was. Um, he, he's absolutely fabulous. Um, got, got, in, got into the all-white squad and 
you know, unfortunately, we've got lots of good goalkeepers, so I'm not quite sure how that journey is going to go, but he's in the mix. And um, right now, he's probably looking like he's one of the best goalkeepers in the league. No, we're, we're only five games into the competition, uh, admittedly, but I think it's fair to say we can uh, give them an early season report here. What is, what, is, uh, what have you noticed about this, this Phoenix side under the new coaching regime? Um, apart from Savannah, really, it, I mean, it, to me, um, you know, they're, they're probably lacking in, in great individual talent. I mean, Costa Barbarous has probably been the most obvious one that has. Uh, I think they're, they're a real team. They, they seem together. Um, and I think they're a team without stars apart from Oscar, and I think that's probably a good thing. They're not relying on one player. Um, they seem to work really, really hard off the ball, um, closing down and... Um, yeah, I, I just I just think they've got a w- real work ethic that um, we haven't seen before. I mean, they've never started as well as this, um, and it bodes well. I mean, they've still got some import spots that they can fill as well. So you know, they haven't they haven't spent all the cash, and um, you know, if they get an injury to one or two, that might be a problem. But look, you have to say it's been an amazing start. And the league's a bit topsy turvy, having the likes of Sydney and. And Melbourne City down the bottom. Um, so let me mm. grab the opportunity. They had good wins against good teams, and um, yeah, very, very, very good. Very pleasing indeed. And uh, obviously, um, whilst I've been away doing a little bit of cricket commentary, of course, I've, I've been following the updates on uh, the second franchise, the backing coming into the second franchise uh, up there in Auckland, which brings together the possibility of a real uh, local derby type situation. Mm. Um, are you confident uh, that a new franchise will be strong enough going in, or will there be a, re- a real building period for them? Well, the, the unfortunate bit for them is that they've got very little time. You know, they've got to name a squad of 25 man players um, by May next year. So, I mean, obviously Christmas is in the way, and that's sort of a month or so out of the picture. So it's going to be... Unless they really spend heavily, it's going to be a bit of a ropey start for them. Um, they definitely need to get some of the Kiwis around the world that are playing in, in European leagues. Obviously, Nando Pineker in, in Ireland with Slagger Rovers sounds like he's moving on, and they've got to grab the likes of those those kids and get them back here. Um, and look, yeah, I think it's going to be tough. I think if I don't hang around, and I mean they all moved off out in New Zealand um, before the, the weekend, and I mean they've been there. I mean it was a great night. Um, it was inexpensive to get there. There was a doubleheader with two teams that are actually doing really, really well. Um, everybody seemed to enjoy themselves, but yet five and a half thousand people turned up. And I think that's a, that will be the single biggest challenge is to is to get people along. And obviously, you know, to do that, they're going to have to have a team that's going to be competitive and have a couple of stars in there in, in the early days to, to get people along. So it's doable. Um, and he certainly got the resources, the A-League, Clearly went for the guy with the deepest pockets, um, but as we know, that doesn't always work, and there's plenty of examples no. of that in in England. So the snapshot, I guess, a little snapshot was yesterday. Uh, was over the weekend uh, at, at Mount Smart. W- were you happy with the attendance, the atmosphere, etc.? I mean, because it, it gives us, a, I guess, a wee bit of an idea. And what kind of what kind of support base do you think they're going to get initially? Where they're going to come from? I'm certainly happy with the atmosphere because you had two teams that were actually entertaining. I mean, the girls' game was was fabulous. I mean, it's it's a different game to to the to the men. It's a bit slower, but my goodness, they absolutely get stuck into each other. 
Um, Wellington under Paul Campbell, and they look a way better team passing the ball around. Um, and look, I mean, that's entertaining. And we, I was in the lounge and had Ian Foster speaking and stuff like that. You know, he's obviously there to see his daughter. So, you know, they, they did a bunch of things on the weekend to make it a better experience. But in the end of the day, if Auckland are going to be sustainable in that league, um, they've got to be they got to be ten thousand plus. I think if you go right back to when the the football kings played their first game, there was seventeen and a half thousand people at North Harbour. So look, it's doable, um, but um, they've got some work to do and not 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 a lot of time, unfortunately. But yeah, look, we we're we're hopeful. Um, it's an opportunity. What an opportunity if you're a young male or female footballer coming through because there's going to be academies and things like that. So yeah, it's exciting. Um, but this guy's got to live up to um, the expectations that the A-League have of him. Early days for the uh, the All-Whites, of course, under Darren Baisley as their appointed full-time coach as opposed to a caretaker. Uh, what are you seeing there? Well, I think I think in Dublin we, we finally saw, which which was Danny Hayes' original team, I mean, that's all his players, um, and I think that's the first time that Darren's actually really had everybody available, singing and stuff like that, been injured and so on. So everybody was there. Um, I think it showed us that we can, can play good football. And we, I'm not going to get carried away with beating basically what was an Ireland B team, but we've got lots of young talent. Um, and I think that it, what it showed is once they got the confidence, first 20 minutes was a bit shaky. They actually show that um, they can be competitive. These, some of these kids, like Samovic and so on, they're in top leagues, catching in, in the, you know, in the in the, in the Thailand first division. So, um, Singh looked absolutely amazing. But it's exciting, um, really, really exciting. And we should have won that game. And uh, you got to feel that the future looks good for that group. I mean, they've got Olympics next year, and some of them will play in that. And then, of course, two years later, we we got a World Cup that we should definitely qualify for. So yeah, it's exciting. Um, Absolutely, women. The women's a bit different because they're obviously trying to, in a transition period of moving some people on and bringing some exciting young players, mainly from the Phoenix in, and, and it'll be tough in in, in Colombia next week against a team who actually showed they're very good in the World Cup. Absolutely, they they, they were very very competitive. You did right. Uh, look, um, we're at an age now where uh, we seem to be losing. Uh, football stars or sporting stars uh, just because of old age, basically. And we lost the, another one over the weekend with uh, Terry Venables, of course, old tell, uh, former England and uh, Tottenham coach. He died at the age of uh, 80 over the weekend. Uh, yet another big name, though. I lost uh, Bobby Charlton not too long ago. Um, so they're starting to fall away a wee bit. But Venables was quite an interesting character, wasn't he? He was very, very popular with all fans. I mean, it's hard, even, you know, most English fans, I hate the coach, and, and uh, Southgate in particular at the minute, um, even though he's winning. But um, Venables was one of those characters that um, was a real player's manager, so the players loved him. And, um, in the, you know, they, they did the job for him, and obviously very popular. And, uh, yeah, sad to see him go, along with Sir Bobby. And what a history and, and what a career and what a life that they both had. So, yeah, I mm. guess that's where we're at in, in this stage in life for all of us. And we're, we're losing a few people <laughs> along the way. But they left their mark, and that's the main thing.
They did lose their mark, and of course uh, today's generation are starting to make theirs as well. And uh, EPL, uh, as you say, Man U 3-0 over Everton, who are really battling um, to survive, it seems, again this time around. And uh, Aston Villa, uh, good winners uh, over Spurs, who had a terrific start to the season, Noel, and uh, just uh, flitted that away a wee bit. They're sitting in fifth at the moment. What have you been made uh, this uh, early into the comp? Well, the start was really, really good. Um, but obviously, you've got three three losses on the bench now, which is which is a problem. Um, lost um, Bentancourt this morning with injury again as well, so that he's a massive loss after been out with an ACL. So, yeah, look, he, he, he um, plus going to play a certain way, and he's not going to change his style, and and you can get away with that in Japan and possibly in 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 um, Scotland if you're winning. But in the in the Premier League, you're going to get eaten alive. If you're going to be open, and you're not going to you're not going to you know once you get ahead uh, in games, you don't close them out. You know, playing that high high line against Chelsea a few weeks back was just suicide. And uh, look, and fair play to him. He's trying to play a brand of football that fans love him at the minute. Another couple of losses and things might be different than the Aston Villa. I mean, what a run they've been on. They're definitely mm. um, definitely one of the favourites to try and get into that top four spot. Is it um, is it the the normal sort of scenario though? Manchester is uh, lurking just a point behind Arsenal at the moment. Uh, Manchester United, of course, uh, poked their noses into the top five as well after this morning. So, uh, what are we looking at? The similar sort of uh, scenario? Actually, no, I don't think so. It's a bit different this year. Man, Man City don't look as invincible at this point. I know they have a habit of starting slow. And then running away with it, but um, you know they played, they played, they haven't beaten any of the top five teams, um, and that's very unusual. You know they usually win the big games, um, and even against Liverpool on the weekend, Liverpool had uh, you know chances. So it, that, that's that's a bit of a warning sign for for City fans that they're just not that not as dynamic. Um, and Arsenal, of course, you know they're stronger, and and you know they they are winning the weekend, and they're sort of you know they're going to, they're going to be there thereabouts. Um, so I think it's going to be closer. Yeah, look, there's no doubt that they've got the they've got the talent to sort of kick away at the end of the day. But um, Man United, Spurs, Villas, you know, we're we're dreaming. We just want to be in the four, uh, and um, <laughs> probably Arsenal still the, still the best bet to get in the run. But um, yeah, I thought yeah, I wouldn't bet against Man City ever. No, Barclay, always great to catch up with you, mate. Thanks very much for your time this morning. Uh, long may those uh, Phoenix runs continue with both the men and the women. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Have a good day. Is uh, Noel Barclay there, former All White, of course, uh, just uh, having a look across uh, the EPL and, of course, the A League. It's 9.44 here on SENZ.